while working with deaf dogs, how can we use the e-collar to get the dog's attention before giving a visual cue? You can use the vibrate mode if you want to. You can also use the stim mode if you want to. But you can use the vibrate mode if you want to. Obviously, you can't use the tone mode. But the vibrate mode, you can get the dog to make eye contact. You can reward that. You can start by doing that. Vibrate, dog looks at you, food reward. Vibrate, dog looks at you, food reward. Vibrate, hand signal, food reward. Like you, can, you can play it any way you want to. Then you can start teaching the dog obedience and then teach the dog what the hand signal means. So you can teach the obedience first, then put a hand signal on it. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Good evening. Hello. Jeff, solid canine training. Joelle is back. The wonderful Joelle. And um, it's been a while. It's been three, three, uh, three, three, um, three shows. Three shows. Three shows. Yeah, week and a half. So, hey, everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Galvin of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joel. And um, what is that? Why do you keep hitting that button? You'll have to listen to the replay. Oh God, it's like a cheering <laughs> thing. No, it's a heartbeat. Interesting. Yeah, because there's love in my heart. <laughs> okay. Whenever I say your name. Cool the way it is and um we're back joel's back and angelo filled in and uh he's retired his 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 his, his dj um co-hosting skills until the next time joel travels um but this is a q a show we're on every uh friday and saturday and, and by the way if you weren't familiar with the new um podcast that i'm doing solo it's called wake the fuck up with jeff and um it's longer format and it's on every monday wednesday and friday at 8 a.m same same channel um, and every week I talk about every show, I talk about a different, um, topic. This morning's topic was stop with COVID. It's about time to stop making excuses for your badly behaved trained dog. The next one I'm doing is going to be on leash reactivity, which will be on Monday. Um, and I spend about half the show just giving a little monologue and going a little bit deeper into it. And then I do take questions that are pertaining to the actual subject at hand. I don't answer random dog training questions. I have people come to this show for that. Um, uh, what we do on this show is um, you'll be able to type in your question. Joelle will read it um, with her wonderful voice, and then I will um, give you an answer. The answers um, some people don't like, a lot of people don't like, a lot of people think are wrong. But after 20 years and 10,000 dogs and working with dogs every single day, um, traveling the world working with dogs, everything that is being said is actually working. So if people think that it's the wrong way to do it, well, then we've been doing it wrong for 20 years, getting incredible results. So um, I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes people struggle for a very long period of time. The advice is there. They don't do the advice, but the advice is there. So you can actually fix the problem with what you're uncomfortable with. And some people say, well, you should never do your, something to your dog you're uncomfortable with. Well, I disagree with that. I disagree with that because... Dogs don't give a fuck about you. Let's just put it frankly. If your dogs loved you so much, why are they biting you? If your dogs loved you so much, why are they biting your kids? If your dogs loved you so much, why are they getting up on the counter, 
stealing food, having you send them to the emergency vet and spending $5,000. Is that love? If your dogs loved you so much, why is it that your kids cannot have friends over, that you cannot hug your spouse without one of you getting bit? These are the dogs we deal with. Why? Why? So enough of all that nonsense. So a lot of the questions on this show are the word punishment is used in the um, the answer. We do not get fancy. We just call apply a punisher. Now, there's an art to applying a punisher, just as there is an art to applying a reward. Now, we've got a wonderful um, course called Green to Graduate, which does tell you and show you in detail how to train your dog from start to finish. So there's a show, and Joel will be putting up links during this whole show on all different things that I talk about. The Green to Graduate course is a fantastic course. You will train your dog to be off-leash. Stopping unwanted behaviors. Joelle is, is actually um, I'm editing a show right now. It was the day-long leash reactive workshop. And it's going into explicit detail. We show corrections. It's not always pretty. But we get people that are um, thrilled. Thrilled. In fact, she's editing a portion now with a dog named Tito. Tito came all the way from... Gosh, they're they're south they like Philly or something. They're from yeah, they came south of New York, I believe. South of New York. And um what they did was they came to it and they've been struggling with leash reactivity for the longest time. They came to our workshop. There's some stuff I'd really like to keep in this show, in in this video, because whether it's highly disagreeable or not, um, they sent us video content. They loved it, first of all. They thanked us for all the great information. They've been struggling for years. And after the sh after the one-day workshop, they sent us a video. I think we have that video of them both walking their dogs. And they've never been able to walk their dog in public before, not being reactive. It was actually really, really wonderful. Mm -hmm. So um, we also do board and train at our um, Providence location. We're down here in Florida. We take on, um, in Florida, we do two-hour triage sessions where we come to your house in the Bradenton, Sarasota area. Just go to our website, SalaryCanineTraining.com, and you'll learn about everything we do. Anyway, let's get on with the questions. So, Joelle, what do we got? Britt, hi, everyone. I wanted to take time to say my German Shepherd passed away before 5, December 9th, seizures. So I got a golden retriever. I play, walk, and train her before I groom, yet she's chewing the carpet. What should I do? Thinking maybe a bonker. How do you make it? She's a really good, sweet girl, and they have to get someone to watch her when I work. I put a cloth under where she's been chewing. I'm trying my best. Groomer's pain sucks, let alone, but that's the only problem right now. Okay, so let's do a couple of things. First of all, it's too late now, but I just want folks out there that I've got dogs that are, I am not a medical professional. I am not qualified to give out medical advice, but all I can tell you is this is Thomas Sandberg, who has been doing raw feeding. We just had him on our Patreon channel. And I'm sure Joel will put up a link to our Patreon channel Already at did. some point because it's $10 a month. And it is for $10 a month, you get 20% off of our courses, 20% off of our consults. You get four Zoom room Q&As live a month. And you also get one um, Zoom with Thomas Sandberg about raw feeding. And every dog he's ever worked with that was having seizures, he started feeding them the raw diet. And guess what? The seizures went away. It's all documented in his all of his studies. All of his studies are documented. So, first of all, it sounds like I just want to. What's so, Britt? You're fantastic. You're brand new to the show. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're either going to love me or hate me after this show. Either way, I'm just glad that you showed up. Number one, it does not make a difference how much you play, 
walk and train with your dog that does not stop chewing the carpeting. It never has, it never will. Also, um, the, the fact that your dog is sweet has got nothing to do with it at all. Nothing. I'd rather have a unfriendly dog, but was neutral, but didn't chew my carpeting. Right? How do you stop your dog from chewing your carpeting? Here's the question. How do you stop your dog from doing a behavior? You apply a punisher. So a bonker, a remote cower, catch the dog in the act, set the dog up, video camera, watch your dog. And when they go to chew the carpet, make it royally suck. You need a lot of advice out there that's going to say, redirect, give your dog some chew toys, don't have it on carpeting, blah, 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 blah. Buy a whole new fucking house with hardwood floors. Rip up all the carpeting in your house that you just laid down. Rip, just rip it all up. Put down hardwood floors. No. How about this? Leave the carpeting and make it suck to chew the carpeting. That's the most common sense, practical, real world and effective advice. You can get a lot of advice that tells you to do something else. Oh, and the dog doesn't chew the carpeting. Reward the dog. Okay, fine. That's great. That's wonderful. And you leave the house. The dog's like, well, my reward system just went away. I think I'm going to chew carpeting. You should also create your dog when you're away. Your dog could actually die. So, all right. So now you got a sweet dead dog. Next. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. It was harsh, but it's the truth. I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't sugarcoat things. I'm sorry. I'm seeing too many dogs surrendered. I'm seeing too many dogs die. I'm seeing too many dogs, like, die way too young. I'm seeing dogs turn into shelters that things are easily fixed, easily fixed with free information that we have online. Not only our courses are helping, our one-on-ones are helping, but we have so much free stuff, and it doesn't have to happen. And I'm not holding back anymore. Like people thought I, I, I didn't hold back for the last 20 years. I'm going, I'm doubling down. So strap on. Join my Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. That's why Joelle doesn't sit in on it. That's just me. She won't, because she won't walk in the damn room when I'm doing the show. I, I scare her and she's not easily scared. Next. Debbie, besides my 15-year-old diabetic chihuahua, I've become a foster my question, current foster has separation anxiety. How long should I leave in a crate? Well, you can leave in the crate as long as you want. You can have a dog exhibit separation anxiety within the first one minute of it being in the crate. It's more about this. The real question is this, Debbie. The real question is this. How do I get rid of separation anxiety? That's the actual question. Not how long can you leave it in the crates? Because you can have a dog that stays in there for two minutes and literally choose out of the crate. You can have a dog stay in there for six hours that lies down calmly. The question is, how do you stop separation anxiety? I've got free videos. We should make a course on that. We'll do a course on it. I talk about it at my seminars. You can go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. We're about to announce New Hampshire. We just announced North Carolina. New Hampshire will be live in 48 hours. We will be announcing Providence. That'll be um, next week. We'll publish those dates. So there's a lot of fantastic stuff happening that we can help you. I'd suggest maybe doing a one-on-one. -on -one. 
Join the Patreon channel for 10 bucks a month. Get 20% off your one-on-ones or just book a one-on-one. Anyway, you'll go to our Academy website. You know? Next. Uh, Deanna said, welcome back to all. Hi, Deanna. Yes, we all missed her. The real deal. My two-year-old male German Shepherd is obsessed with a toy. He lets me pick it up, take it from him, but whines constantly when it's out of his sight. I've taken it from him for days, but it doesn't help. It doesn't help the whining. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you applied a punisher, a correction, an intolerable consequence? Call it anything you want to. But have you corrected your dog for whining? Let's forget about the toy. F the fucking toy. Have you corrected the whining? And that's not just by saying no. Remote collar, whine, say no, and correct. That's how you stop unwanted behaviors. You will not ruin your relationship. That social media story, that behaviorist story, that trainer story is a lie. You want to know how to have a bad relationship with your dog? Own a whining dog. Am I right or am I right? You want to ruin a nice romantic meal between you and your partner? Own a whining dog. You want to never have company over your house ever again? Own a whining dog. It's true. You want to not be able to work from home? Own a whining dog. That doesn't make your dog a bad dog. That doesn't make you a bad dog person. I'm addressing a behavior. That's all I do is address behaviors and I make them better. And with that better, you build the relationship. Next. Brett, it happened in one day. I had no chance. I know. It does. It can happen in a split second. Mm -hmm. In a split second. They always know when you're not So we, I did a counsel with somebody who they went to somebody's house. They're an at-home trainer. They went to somebody's house. They said they had two dogs. She was hired to work with one of the dogs. So they went outside. They go, oh, let's go outside and practice these routines that we've been working on. The owners forgot to muzzle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The owners forgot to crate their other dog. They were outside for five minutes. Within five minutes, that dog had ingested something off the counter, had to be rushed to the hospital for its fourth surgery for the exact same thing fourth surgery you know what they do when they ingest something that doesn't come out they cut the dog open they sedate it and they cut the dog open underneath heavy anesthesia depends on where you live in the country you're looking at four to eight thousand dollars a surgery this is the fourth one it took five minutes So, bad behaviors don't take long. Next. The real deal. I love your direct approach. I overlook your foul language because your advice is awesome. Thank you. I wish more people did. Here's another story for you. I lived at the training center at the beginning of COVID for numerous reasons. Joelle also lived there as well. And because she was an intern, turned into an employee and was like, free rent, I'll take it. We ended up building a home gym at the training center because the gyms closed, which was a stupid fucking rule. They should have never done it. So we set up a gym in the back room. There was a dog that has separation anxiety. It just came in 
and it breaks out of crates. So we moved it to a strong crate and we muzzled it up. And you'll understand why we muzzled it up. That morning, I left the workout area to go to the bathroom. The dog was making noise. It couldn't figure out how to drink its water with a muzzle on. So I took the muzzle on off. I walked to the bathroom. I took a piss. I walked back to put the muzzle back on. I'm a quick peer. So within 60 seconds, which includes walking in the bathroom and walking back, this dog had ripped off its tooth trying to get out of the crate. That's the problem with strong crates. It cost $1,300, us, because hmm. the dog was underneath our care and control. $1,300 it cost. That's how quick these accidents happen. Next. Sunshine Canine, while working with deaf dogs, how can we use the e-collar to get the dog's attention before giving a visual cue? You can use the vibrate mode if you want to. You can also use the stim mode if you want to. But we can use the vibrate mode if you want to. Obviously, you can't use the tone mode. But the vibrate mode, you can get the dog to make eye contact. You can reward that. You can start by doing that. Vibrate, dog looks at you, food reward. Vibrate, dog looks at you, food reward. Vibrate, hand signal. Food reward, like you can you can play it any way you want to. Then you can start teaching the dog obedience, and then teach the dog what the hand signal means. So you can teach the obedience first, then put a hand signal on it. Next, Kingdom Canine Training. Hi guys, thanks for sharing your time and knowledge with us. Kingdom hello. Canine Training. Hello, and thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of you, mm -hmm. trolls and all. Next, um, Britt, kicking the cage. Guess it doesn't work. Okay, going to make that bonker. So for separation anxiety, yes. So you can kick the cage, hit the side of the cage, use your metal bolt at the top of the cage, use a remote collar, use a bonker, pull the dog out, bonk the dog, put the dog back in. I mean, a lot of people think this is harsh stuff, but when you have serious, serious separation anxiety, and I don't believe in taking like, well, no, we did it slow and we acclimated it, we counter-conditioned it, and after three months, four months, five months, six months, a year, the dog was fine. Three months, six months, a year to stop something that we fix in a day now is quote unquote cruel as folks thinks what we do is I think three, six months, 12 months to wait. You know, I think that's cruel to you and the dog. Next. Francis, hi guys, two dachshunds, six months old, still periodically poo in the house. I let them out. They have access to the yard, but then they come in to poo. How do you, do you bonk when you catch them and find the pee and poo? Not when you find it. What I would do is this. I would bonk yourself. Where are you? Okay, where are you when the dogs are doing this? Also, let them out one at a time. And then eventually they can play. What they're doing is they're probably going outside, running around, having a good time. Mm -hmm. They probably are pissing, but they're having such a good time, they forgot to they forgot to take a shit. Yep. They come in the house and they dump. So it's like reverse house training. Next. David, going to start place training my eight-month-old Tennessee Brindle. Should I leave the mat out all the time or put it up until she gets further along? No, leave it out all the time. Leave it out all the time. You can do the place command in a day. You can proof it in a week. You can start correcting on week two. 
So our Green to Graduate program shows how to teach the place command. Place command is your dog goes to an object. In the house, it's historically a towel or a bed. And it's a fantastic command. It's a fantastic command. It, it keeps your dog in one spot in a relaxed state of mind. So it's not just physically, it's mentally. And enough people are not talking about mental. There's physical behaviors and there's mental behaviors. And there's the mental behavior to the physical behavior, such as you tell your dog to down, but it looks like it's going to pounce. It's physically in a down, but it's not mentally in a down. True. I want dogs to go to a spot, look relaxed. So, so right now there's two dogs in this room and they're both mentally lying down. And you know what? In 50 minutes, we're going on a bike ride. And guess what? This is how, this is why people think that dogs are smart. And I would say, are they really that smart? I just said, hey, we're going to on a bike ride in 50 minutes. They love going on a bike ride, but you know what they don't know? 50 minutes. They don't know 45 minutes. Next. Um, let's see. Britt says, I say tough love, tough love to our dogs. First, I say tough love to our dogs first. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a combination of tough love, but it's just also proper dog ownership. I think it's our responsibility as dog owners to teach what we want and correct what we don't want, teach proper manners, have good behavior so we can take our dogs all over the place. So I don't even know if I would call it tough, right? I would just call it love. That's what I would call it. I would just call it pure love because um, if you truly, truly cared about your dog, you'd want to, number one, have it live as long as it can. So you want to make sure it gets a proper diet. You'd want to make sure it gets proper exercise. We're seeing a lot of dogs that are overweight right now. Obesity in dogs is a humongous problem in the United States. Overweightness is a bigger problem. And then dogs that can't even walk around the block, which we get in, that are in shape or a little bit overweight is a problem. So, but then let's talk about training what we want, training what we don't want, just so we can go to some outdoor cafes. Next. Sid, hi, J&J. Welcome back to all. Nice to see and hear you again. Is that Sid? Hey, Sid. CYD? Mm -hmm. Hey, Sid, how are you? It's good to see her. She, partic she participates in everything we do. Uh -huh. She's in our Patreon channel. She's in all of the Zooms. She hires doctors. I'm not doctor. She hires Thomas Sandberg on a personal consultant because of all her animals. I think she's got like 15 horses. Holy crap. Yeah. She lives right in Rhode Island. Really? Yeah. I believe so. Oh. I think she's in, yeah, right in Rhode Island. Next. Britt, but I give her my time every day, but I understand. The, yeah, the yeah. Carpet chewer. Yeah, you can give your dog 23 and a half hours a day. It's not about time. You can also give your dog 15 minutes a day and they won't chew the carpeting. This is where the misinformation is wrong out there. People are associating like the amount of time, activities, exercise, like games, brain games, um, you know, uh, uh, going to agility, going to dock diving, going to, you know, doing sport by work. They're associating all of these things with, well, why is my dog still doing a bad behavior? And I'll tell you why. Are you ready for this one? 
Are you ready for your head to explode? They're not connected. That's why. Next. The real deal. So obsessed with the toy. When I separate him to train, he obeys the command, barking at me. And then when released from the command, runs to where he thinks I put the toy. Any suggestions? So that that could be fun and utilized for different sports. But for family life, especially in the house, if you want to calm your dog down, what you need to do is get your dog to start working more mentally to relax. So your dog is overly aroused. You've trained the dog by default to play that game, though. What I mean by that is because you haven't stopped it. Duh, that's why you're asking. So you can correct all that over-arousal. So what I would do is if you don't give the release command and the dog just goes around and tries to get the toy, you can correct it. You can correct it. But your dog's got hunt drive to it which is not the worst thing. It's actually a fantastic thing for a dog to have hunt drive because you can throw a chuck it ball into tall grass and they will keep looking for it until they find it. Next. Um, let's see. Brett said, thank you. Brandon, do you have recommendations for crate pads if the dog is a chewer? Um, I, I don't. We, 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 at, the, at the boarding train, if a dog chews up its blankets or a, a dog bed, they sleep on the bottom of the... The, the, the crates unfortunately a lot of them chew up the, the the plastic liner but there is what's that one crate pad called primo pad primo pad thank you there's something called the primo pad that you actually zip zip tie yeah, you zip tie to the bottom of the crate supposedly those are indestructible but i don't believe in when it comes to dogs i don't believe in things that are indestructible dogs can eat through a house mm -hmm. next Britt said, I see it all the time as a groomer. Yeah, exactly. So, Britt, you know that. Isn't it funny how you see it, Britt, in your professional life, but in the home life, your mind goes into a different state. It's the same, Britt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your mind goes into a different state. That's why we train a lot of dog trainers. Dogs, they won't admit it, but we do. Um, they don't want to say they went to us, but... You know, you because you're you're hard, you're too emotionally attached to your own dog, mm -hmm. but to a client's dog. Not to say you don't care about a client's dog, but I mean, I had to help Joelle with her dog. It's hard to treat you know? your own dog. Yeah, I mean, she can go toe to toe, and we have the most aggressive dogs at the training center. But with her own dog, she can be firm, but there's still mushiness in that firmness. Next. And also, you get more pushback with your own dog because they're like, I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. Like, they know you as the softy. Right. Well, they know how to push your buttons. So then it's like it's twice as hard. Yes. It's easier to just send them away. Well, with Wes, he just looks at you and you melt. That yeah. is true. Next. He is a good boy. Good. He's sweet and smart, too. <clears throat> Francis, can you talk more about anxiety? Sure. I've been struggling with it for years. <laughs> You're going to hear about our crippling anxiety. Okay. I wake up every day. Okay. Okay. Where's my pills? Um, I, I think um, anxiety is a combination of, I mean, I think a lot of it is over arousal. Over arousal. I think if you can start controlling and eliminating over arousal, I think a lot of anxiety goes down. Mm. I think that's what a lot of it is. I think a lot of people are um, separation anxiety. So separation, separation anxiety is a whole, um, you know, I'm going to write down separation anxiety in my notebook and I will do a wake the fuck up with Jeff on separation anxiety. When will I do it? I will do it um, at some point next week or the week after. That's a whole hour. That's a whole hour. 
I do have a course, a free video on it now. It's a little bit outdated, still highly affected, but there's some more things that I would introduce into the picture, but it is a humongous problem, humongous problem. So I will do a whole show on separation anxiety next. Sid said, I had 22 in my competition barn, Jeff, but now I just have two, but we'll be looking for another probably next oh, year. So if you, ever, have just one. if you ever want to go to North Smithfield, I know of a incredibly climate controlled barn that has got a great riding ring that all of the horses from um, Twin Rivers, whatever, Lincoln Downs, when they used to race horses there um, before Greyhounds, I believe. Um, used to live and it's a beautiful beautiful barn beautiful barn so just to give you a, a heads up you can maybe work out a deal I'm sure you don't want to go from North Smithfield to where you live next Sunshine Canine they're not indestructible but they provide a little cushion if a dog wants to tear it up they will we use them in our crates but do replace them as soon as they're torn yeah yeah it can get expensive that's the thing with a boarding train it can get really really pricey and and usually the oh, the, the the boarding train they eat the cost you know that that we've been actually talking about that lately we've got a dog with us right now that not only is it highly aggressive that it pees and poos when you look at it literally so imagine peeing and pooing six to eight times a day never ending that means that trainers have to clean up the pee and poo and how long and then clean the crate and then sometimes clean the dog well that's a whole training session right there or part of a training session i mean legitimately it's not but i'm saying time-wise constant what do you want to do train your dog to clean up its piss and shit so we might start actually having clauses in additional costs to clients because what are we supposed to do or you've got a dog coming in for boarding and it's supposed to be quiet in the crate but it whines in the crate all night and we can't have that or you've got a boarding dog that hasn't been worked with you haven't seen for two years that comes in is out of control and now we're trying to, you know, we're trying to dodge bites from a boarding dog. So there's all kinds of things that 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 facilities deal with that I'm not sure the the the, the public understands. When you're living with a living being, it's like people would say, "Well, that's the job." Yes, you're right. That is the job. But with that job comes payroll. With that job comes supplies. With that job comes staffing. Mm-hmm. which I consider a little bit different than payroll. Payroll is the easy part. Finding the people to pay is the hard part. <laughs> right now, we're looking for a kennel person at the Providence location. So if anybody knows of somebody, it's not a hug and kiss fest. It's a highly structured environment. So we're looking for a part-time kennel person at the Providence location. Weekends are mandatory. Have to work weekends. If you're not familiar with a weekend is, it rhymes with Saturday and Sunday. So once you're hired, and if you say, I can't work on the weekends, well, you just lost your job. That's the job requirements. Weekends, Saturday and Sunday. In fact, if you Google it, I believe it's on the Google. 
I believe also DuckDuckGo has it, and I believe Wikipedia also has it as well. And also, if you ask your iPhone your, has it too. I ask, if you ask your average second or third grader, I believe they have that information as well. Next. Julie, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Sending love from Nebraska. Primo pads are great, but absolutely not indestructible. Hey, Julie, I love you. That video that you posted up, you didn't have to put a disclaimer that it wasn't pretty. What video? She just put up a video of a dog learning place. Huh. That was nothing. Come on, Julie. Don't defend yourself like that. All right? Don't defend yourself like that. You know, or your fashion choice. Don't defend those things. Next. Uh, Corrine, I have a 10-year-old male Roddy mix that's totally chill, loves puppies. However, I got a female Great Dane now who is seven months old, used to have a female Preza that I had to put down from illness. I know my Roddy mix and Great Dane love each other, but she is big and doesn't seem to care about running into him. And since she is faster and taller, she picks on him, like grabbing his extra skin, trying to grab his feet, running into him when he wants attention and she sees it. She attempts to, I don't know. Get in on it, is. get in on it. So we're talking about a seven-month-old dog? Um, and a 10-year-old dog, 10 right? 10-year-old dog and a seven-month-old. Seven, so seven-month-old is a pain in the ass, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So first of all, let's, just, let's, let's get something right out of the picture right now. You said they love each other. How do you know that? Have you seen the Valentine's Day cards? No. The boxes of candy? No. The flowers, the balloons? No. The love letters? No. Maybe. There's a possibility, but I, I'm going on the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. Okay. Okay. You're romantic at heart. I am. Yeah. Right. Bullshit. All right. So, all I'm gonna say is this: Let's focus on the unwanted behavior. This is what's going on. You've got a pain in the ass, Great Dane, who's being a pain in the ass to your older dog, and your older dog is tired of it. It's gonna end up in a dog fight. Your 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 Great Dane also doesn't understand spatial awareness. So someone's got to correct that dog. I would look up out away from people, out away from people. It's also in our resource guarding video um, on a course as well, which is available on the Academy. So then you can start outing this dog. We put up a video yesterday of a dog, what out looks like. So imagine the dog that is in yesterday's video walking over to your Rottweiler and all of a sudden you say out and you see how quickly that dog turns and walks away, that's what it would look like. So ideally, the 10-year-old Roddy would correct the Great Dane, but probably the corrections that it's giving is more of an indication of a play style for the Great Dane. It's not taken as a correction. But I'd be super careful because once that Great Dane gets into maturity, you can end up into a dog fight. Next. Um, Sunshine K9, yes, we have that statement that adds additional costs. Folks don't know that the time adds up. I'm only one person. If all three of the boarding dogs pottied in crates, it'd take hours to clean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's where we're going to start incorporating now because it's, it's getting, it's taking a toll on the clock and on the staff. Yeah. And on the staff. And we're always fair. We're not going to make stuff up. Oh, by the way, your dog pissed twice over six weeks. We're not going to do that. But when you have a dog that takes a shit and pisses six to eight times a day, every day, every day, well, that's just not fair. Next. Sid, LOL, I went everywhere and I used to train in Smithfield a lot on Pound Hill Road. I'm in North Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of riding places up there. So we're down here now in Florida and, you know, um, Teach me to ride, Sid. Well, well, Joel, you can learn how to ride down here. That's true. 
you could you can actually be proactive and take a class. I know. Okay. I just have to like find somewhere. There's there's I pass I pass places up by where Angela took um uh, went to camp. There's a ton of farms there. Yeah, but how do you know they do lessons? Because there's a sign that says lessons. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I know. This says actually horseback riding lessons. So, and I'm sure it's not dressage. Mm. Just basic trail riding. You can also, those four shit machines, the four truckloads of shit machines that are at the at the causeway. Yeah, they take shits in the water all the time. Oh, yeah. I bet you they do lessons too. Mm. Next. Zach B., I've adopted, I have adapted, and your methods have saved my career. Awesome. Wow. What Holy were you sh- doing before Zach B.? I don't know, but just but, to, but just keep in mind. Thank you for the wonderful compliment. Mm. But I also want to specify, there are a couple of protocols that we do um, find unique to us, as well as different philosophies that we find really unique. But the methodology is universal. Reward what you want, correct what you don't want. Now, how you do it might be a little bit different, but there are thousands of dog trainers that do exactly what I do. Now, they don't do it the exact way. But they do it pretty much. It's all very, very similar. We just communicate it differently and we show it and we put it out there because we're not afraid of hate. I ain't afraid of no hater. Because why? I expect at least 50% of the people that watch my videos, if not higher, to hate my videos. If 70 to 80% of the people that saw my videos hated it, it wouldn't bother me. Do you know why? 20% of the people enjoyed it. Oh, wow. That's a lot of dogs. Hell, 10%. If I help 10% of the dogs, that's a lot of dogs. But what I like people to start thinking about is if you've got a badly behaved dog and you've tried a bunch of stuff, and I'm not talking about different trainers. I'm talking about philosophies. And the philosophy of reward only is not working. You're trying to stop unwanted behavior. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Don't keep trying more trainers that train with the same philosophy. It's not going to work. The philosophy doesn't work. I don't care who the trainer is. The philosophy doesn't work. Next. Mm. Let's see. Sue, the video that you posted that shows the subtle signs of what it looks like when the dog is getting worked up before the bad behavior was invaluable to me. Thank you. And that's called loading. So people have to understand what loading is. Joel mentioned something to me about that today. She wants me to redo something. It's like, that's the loading. Once the dog explodes, that's not loading. That's too late. Yep. But that's why we apply the punisher at the loading stage. We talk about that all the time. That is discounted. I think we will. I think, I think that's one thing I can say. I can say what I can say that we were myself and my buddy, Sean, probably were one of the first people to talk about that, Mm -hmm. that, that we were, nobody talked about that. Somebody just made a comment today. Actually, I had to screenshot it because I gave a snarky response. But they're like, not every dog gives such an obvious sign like that. Some dogs give no signs at all. I'm like, you missed the point of the video. No, they do give a sign. looking at the after when the dog exploded. Right. We did point out the no sign sign. Right. And it's very hard to tell. Every dog gives a sign. Every dog gives a sign. Show me the video. I'll tell you they're going to explode. We will will show you. you. Like, this is what we do for a living. That's why we're, you know, oh, we correct dogs for doing nothing. That's well, that's, that's why, that, that's to. right. They, they say they're doing nothing, but they're not doing lo- nothing. They're like. The they're, after is when you let them do the thing. Right. Before stopping it. Right. 
so you missed it. Okay, the alcoholic already took the drink. The intervention, it's too late. You intervene prior to them walking into the bar, prior to them walking across the street to the bar. Mm -hmm. That's when you stop them. That's when you intervene. With a dog that's leash reactive, with a dog that's, you know, and I love people out there that are like, leash reactive is just, you know, frustration and happiness. Bull fucking shit. Come into my world. Now, the most leash reactive dog I ever worked with was a very friendly dog. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. But don't tell me leash reactivity is a friendly frustration thing. That's bullshit. You let that leash go, you're in the hospital. I mean, the person on the other end of the, uh, uh, that it's going for is in the hospital, or the dog's in the hospital, or the dog is dead. Leash reactivity, it can absolutely, and the dogs we work with, is absolutely a precursor to violence. Yeah, some are friendly, frustrated, you but know? it's like... Two percent of the dogs we get in. Yeah, we 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 do with some, and that's another. Even thing. the dog we use for our leash reactivity video, he was friendly. Friendly as hell. He was like, still really annoying and really rude. But but it was but it was hurting the owner. Yeah. So it's like, fine, the dog's not going to hurt the other dog, but the person holding the leash gets hurt. Right. They get knocked down. Show of hands, who's been knocked down by their owners before? By their dogs. By their dogs. Who's been dragged across the, the, the front lawn before? Who's been knocked down and injured before? Right. Broken a wrist, dislocated a hip, fucked up your shoulder, cracked your head. Talk to any ER person and they'll let you know. Yep, dog injury. Ooh, was it a bite? Oh, no. <laughs> dislocated hip, dislocated shoulder from a dog? Yeah. The owner fell down. That's even worse. I'd rather just have a puncture. Yeah, me too. Spend months in PT rehabbing yep. that shit. Next. Let's see. Um, Sid said, I would happily teach you, get a good, safe trainer if you do ride. Yes. We're so I can, like, ride, like, you know, trails. We, we've gone on trail rides. Yeah. But I think I you, do the basics. You want to go on a weekly class. Yeah, I think that would okay. be cool. So, Joelle. I also want to own a mini farm. Okay, but Joelle. I want horses and We'll donkeys. have to wait for Costa Rica for that, okay? <laughs> Impatient Joelle. She wants everything yes. now. Okay, next. I want an off-grid okay. farm. Okay. All right. This 13. week, next week, it'll be something else. Thank you. I do use the e-collar for the Dane puppy and have been enforcing her to move away. I appreciate you. Yeah, watch our watch. The, there's a certain way we teach it, so it'll get you a certain end result. Watch our video on uh, off. I'm sorry, out away from people. Next. Let's see, Zach B said, "I used to be a bird tech and handle retrievers." Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's another world. That's a whole other world. Exactly. That's yeah, a whole other world. Different. Yeah. So I like. I, there's there's a seminar I used to do out in um, uh, right by Austin, out in the not Austin center, but to the east a little bit, and uh, they did hunt and field trial dogs. Man, these dogs were fucking incredible. The whistle, the hand signs, the blind the blind send outs, the water work they did, the turnaround, treading water, going right, going left. Ah, it was beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch. It was so, it was so fantastic. Next. Margo, have you trained Caucasian of Charkas? Yeah. Yeah. Not a ton, but, you know, you, come through. you know, it's the they're kind really of, cool dogs. yeah, they're, they're cool dogs, but, you know, they're not, they're not first time dogs. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. 
You know, a lot of people are getting these. They don't give a shit. A lot of these dogs are getting these 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 dogs, and they're like, "Yeah, it's my first dog." I'm like, "That's the wrong dog to get your for your first dog." Yeah. You know. Next. The real deal. Can you recommend an e-collar? Yeah, we sell them right on our website, Mini Educator e-collar Technologies. So, but but then you go up to the boss. But those, you know, Mini Educator is good. You know, Dogtra is a good brand. Next. Ashley, hi guys. I had a question a few days ago, but life is busy and I can't remember now. LOL. Hope you are both fantastic. I'll remember after the podcast. It's true, Ashley. It happens Ashley, write it down and I'll see you on the Zoom room. Thanks. Mm, that's true. Zach B said, yes, sir. Thank you lots. You're welcome. One curious tadpole with loading. You also learn your dog's buttons, the neighbor's dog barking, FedEx man pulling up, etc. I know it's coming and I'm communicating verbally. Leave it ready for the e-collar tap, etc. Yeah, switch it. You can use any words you want to, but just to give you a heads up, I like to use no for all behaviors I don't agree with. I like to say no and then have a consequence. And then you can tell the dog what to do. A lot of people are doing is they're using obedience to stop an unwanted behavior. Big mistake. Yeah. When your dog is in full drive, they listen to obedience. Some dogs in full drive, they'll listen to a correction. They'll blow right through it. But you don't really want your dog to do an obedience command. So your dog's barking out the front window at the UPS driver. You don't want to say um, place. You don't want to call your dog back to you. What do you want to do? Say the word no, apply your punisher historically at the, at the front window, a remote collar or a bonker if you're close enough would work the best. Next. Margot, they're hard but wonderful. Death not for the faint of heart. No. Mm-mm. No. You need to be a strong handler. Very. You need to be a strong handler. But technically, you need to be a strong, not physically strong handler, but you need to be a strong handler with almost every breed of dog. Yeah. Because what's happened, we talked about that this morning on the COVID show that I did on COVID dogs and stop using COVID. It's like, you know, if people would just buckle down a little bit, actually do some proper dog raising, proper dog training, you can really, I mean, you can start softening up after the first, after the first year. Next. Francis, have dachshunds been known to be good obedient dogs or am I just pushing shit uphill? (laughs) You can train them, but so many people get dachshunds and I feel like just don't train them. They don't. Tra- they don't train them. They my let sister it. and my mom. My sister has three. My mom has one. And they're not one of them. Knows training. They're awful. Yeah. But they could be good. We've trained dachshunds before. Yes, we've they, trained. They're yeah. fine. They could be fantastic dogs. They could be fantastic dogs. But a lot of these smaller, cutish dogs are just people are just like, well, they meet my they meet my emotional needs. I'm okay with that. And also, like people don't understand it just because they're little. They're like pretty intense dogs. Dachshunds. Their prey drive and like they fucking will, their hunt drive is insane. They will bite you and not give a fuck. They, like my sister's dogs kill anything that enters her yard. Yeah. Consider it dead. Yeah. Like they need to be trained. Well, they don't feel bad about it. No. Guys, like your dog doesn't care that it just killed an animal. It kill it cares that you just yelled at it, but it doesn't care that it killed an animal. No. Next. Francis said, "Okay, watch this space." I don't know what that means, Francis. Francis, what are you talking about? Francis, next. That's it right now. That's it. Student rant. Oh, hold on. Cat just came in. Thanks for mentioning bird dogs in field trials. I have a pack of six working Springer Spaniels, all field champions in AKC trials. It's a very different kind of game, but I love watching your training videos. Yeah. You give me a lot of training ideas that I can use with my dogs. So, what's your name? So, Kat, so kudos to you, Kat, for all your hard work. And I will tell you that 
I don't do sport dog. I don't do working dogs. It is a whole other skill set that I'm not qualified for. But I do have some trainer colleagues that their ego is not that big that they will ask me some questions on how I would handle a certain situation that is not pertaining necessarily to the tasks or that they are training for, but maybe they need some tweaking on certain things. And I've got some ideas on how to do that because that's what we do. But I'm a family pet dog trainer. Also, a lot of these working dogs, they do lead a working dog life, but some of them actually are incorporated into the home and that is what they need help on as well. Um, But, um, and vice versa, there's things that are in your world that can help family pet dogs. But I think people need to understand the life of a real working dog. It is, it is different. That's why people see them out in kennels and they, they get all upset. Or they'll see them in their, their, their boxes, you know, the boxes, the steel boxes that are on the back of trucks or on the trailer. And they're like, oh, my God, that's mean. I'm like, mean? That's all they know. That's not mean at all. I mean, go to other countries, guys. Go to Australia. All the Utes there over in Australia, they've got like – the back of the ute is all chain link box. The middle of the ute is empty. And these dogs, like, they, get, they travel around in those things. You know, your average dog that does cattle ranching, they're out, they're out in the bush for two, three weeks at a time. I mean, I people don't understand that you get some of these dogs out there that are, that are, that are working cattle, that are working livestock, that are like, out there doing, you know, you know, uh, you, you know, work. Okay, they have a pretty fucking amazing life. Mm-hmm. A really amazing life, and it's it's beautiful to watch them work. It is beautiful to watch them work. I mean, you want to see a real dog? You start going into farm dog, um, um, uh, 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 moving cattle across large swaths of land. You know, you know, being on the back of an ATV, being on the back of a ute, being on the back of a pickup truck, setting up camp and then just working these dogs for a couple of weeks, moving them from pasture to pasture. I mean, there's some, I mean, it's beautiful. It is effing beautiful. And then on the other side, you get some of these pig hunting dogs, which everybody freaks out. So a buddy of mine in Australia, he's got pig hunting dogs. He's got his search dogs, and then he's got his dogs that jump off the ute and gets a hold of them and stabilizes them till he can go up to them because these wild boar, they're overrunning. Same with kangaroos. So Australia is overrunning them. Yeah, that's the guy that punched the kangaroo in the face that made the viral video. That's my buddy over there. And he's, by the way, he's six foot five. Just, just to give you some reference. Tall man. Okay. When, when that kangaroo squared up on him. And if you don't know anything about kangaroos, they will shred you apart. Shred you. And if you've never seen two kangaroos fight, it is nasty. Nasty. They, give, they do not give two fucks about you. But they will gut you like a pig. All right. Now you're ranting too much. We have more questions. Next. Well, we didn't have questions, so I kept, kept Francis talking. Francis says, I'll do it. I'm going to make a good dog out of these little shit. <laughs> good job, Francis. <laughs> Send us the videos. Okay. I would love to see a trained dachshund. Yes. Margo, I have a Caucasian, and my husband has two littles. I roll. Right. Yeah. Had to throw the eye roll in there. But 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 guess what, Margo? That's because you're a fucking badass. Yeah. 
okay? And your husband's got to grow a set. All right, next. Sid, Joelle, go hunt seat. That way you can learn to jump fences too. I ride and teach hunter jumper discipline, but I love dogs too. So Sid, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Joelle should learn how to do trail riding. Okay. Why? I will learn to jump fences. Okay. That I get thrown and freaking break the hip. I'm gonna That's say, what I'm afraid of. I'm, it's not even breaking the hip, sweetheart. It's you slamming down back on the seat if you are not in the right position. Right. If you don't know how to post. I have really bad hips. Okay. I'm thinking trail riding. That's why I haven't done BJJ yet. Okay. I'm thinking of, um, you haven't done BJs because of your hips? BJJ. Oh. oh Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, I, I missed the second J. Next. Francis, I already read that one curious tadpole. Next day, she started to load, and it didn't take much for her to know we weren't playing. It took a little Good. tap. She sat right away. A Good. Little. Feel free to give a big, bigger than a little tap to eliminate the problem. Margot said, I lived in Australia for five years. Yeah. Brought my Kelpie back to the States. Nice. Kelpies yeah. are cool. Kelpies are used all the time out there. So where did you live in Australia? Gold Coast is beautiful. I've done seminars out in Australia. I like it a lot on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I spent some time up in the um, the northern shore of um, uh, of Australia. I, I was I, I did I had a layover in Sydney. Um, I just had for one day. I was there, but boy, that was great. Uh, that was a great trip. I was out there for two weeks. In fact, I just shared a story from somebody that went to my from New Zealand about a dog spinning at from the Australian seminar. Yeah. So they just opened up their borders to tourism again, but I don't think we can go. I think they're still requiring vaccinations. Next. Chug Love. Jeff, you're a legend. I have a five-year-old pit bull, and he's amazing with people, but has recently become aggressive with animals. Any mm. ideas on what I can do to stop this new aggression? Well, you might want to do a one-on-one. -on -one. Thanks for the compliment, by the way. You might want to do a one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, there's so many variables when it comes to aggression. Um, I need to know, like, What's going on? All I can tell you to do this right away. I can tell you to do this is in the house. I want you to start buckling down on every obedience command, holding your dog accountable. All right. I want you to work on all your basics to a high level. When you're outside the house, I want you to start recognize loading and I want you to start correcting high going through thresholds, doing all your leadership skills. But that's where I, people do one-on-ones for dog aggression. They do one-on-ones for everything, but that's one of your one-on-ones because there are a lot of variables. Next. Curious tadpole. There's no other thing. There's no other part. She says, my comment was two posts in a row. You read the second, which made my second comment sound random. Oh. But we didn't get it. It might have been like too long or something. Okay. Um, Let's see. Yeah, some comments, if you if you type too many words... It'll just, like, bump it away. It just disappears. Let's see. Margo said, right, with a little <laughs> fist bump. Yeah, right. Julia, my dog is iffy around people, but most of the time she's okay. What's the best way to introduce dogs to new people? Exactly. Should I have them approach my dog while my dog is on a mat with her place command? No. 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 The best way to meet a dog is not meet a dog. Listen to that. Mm -hmm. The best way to meet a dog is to not meet the dog. Just think about that. Next. Francis said, maybe it's a good omen. I'm in Australia with the dachshunds. Put me in touch with your mate. <laughs> um, he's too busy right now. He's a professional elephant trainer, actually. Um, and uh, your dogs might look like 
bacon bacon wrapped scallops. But um, and he doesn't train um, other people's dogs. He just trains his own, and he also hunts. He's one of the few people in Australia. Not few people. The, the way the gun laws in Australia work. Just get our green to graduate program. Yeah, get our green to graduate. Thank you. Get the green to graduate. Go to just type. Put that up there again. Yeah. Just get this. You'll train your dogs fully. But he um. He he he's uh, the the government has hired him to call the kangaroo and wild boar population there. So he goes out every night with his son now, who's um, young. He's under 13, I'll tell you that much. And um, they go out and they um, uh, uh, they hunt for kangaroo and, and, and boar um, because it's a huge, huge problem. These, these, these boar can just destroy farmers' crops in one night. Uh, your average farmer can lose 100 grand in a night. It's terrible. Same with... Stay within parts of Texas, too. Next. Margot said Sydney, North Sydney, Gosford, Central Coast, and Queensland, and suburbs of all. Yeah, all of them are banning tools, too. Or they've already banned tools, which is ridiculous. Next. One Curious Tadpole, part one, semicolon, or colon, and nothing is there. Yeah. So it's too long again. Sorry. So weird. Chipmunk, how do you correct for redirecting from e-collar correction? So muzzle up your dog, number one. Get yourself a dominant dog collar, number two. Learn how to self do a self-preservation move, move, which is holding your arms out like this. So dominant dog collar, look that up on Learburg.com, L-E-E-R-B-U-R-G.com. Ray Allen also has them as well. And dog goes to bite you, even with a muzzle. Dog goes up, e-collar goes on super high. So you need to, redirection is a real thing. It's a dangerous thing. And um, even the friendliest dogs in the world on a flat buckle collar will redirect. Mm-hmm. But on a flat buckle collar, you've got no recourse. Martingale harness, you've got no recourse. So dog goes and attacks you. There has to be some recourse. So what do you do? Dog's got to go up in the air. And then with a dominant dog collar, you've got the choice of either breathing or continue biting. So they usually would choose to breathe. And that sounds harsh. I'm sure somebody will use that as a soundbite. One of the haters make a video on that. And that'll be um, the way that'll be spliced together is when the dog doesn't sit, what do you do? And then the answer is that what I just said. That's how these that's how these 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 haters with a lot of times um, when their mother's not giving them sponge baths, that's what they do. Next. Uh, Chaz, hi, any advice for a Mally in a second fear period? Cheers, Charlie, UK. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mallies are not your average family dog. Maybe it's a working dog for you. Um, as far as what you want to do is this, is I like to do this. I like to just keep working the dog around the environmentals. I like to work the dog through it. And I actually don't accept it. Now, I will do some things that are lower pressure, that are lower pressure, but I'm still going to work through the dog. And I'm still going to get the dog out there around environmentals because I don't want the fear period to overtake my progress. Next. Um, Susan, two-year-old, 180-pound Great Dane, wants to charge every dog on a walk. Perfectly behaved in daycare. E-collar suggestions to correct the aggression? You need more than an e-collar on that. You're going to need proper training as well on that. Don't think you can just push a button and your dog is going to just stop 
the, the unwanted behavior. This is the thing. The reason why your dog is doing great in daycare is why. There's two reasons why. Who asked that question? Susan. Susan. Two, there's two reasons why. Number one, the dog's not on a leash. Number two, which is the most important, guess who's not there? You. So your dog is could be leash reactive, but it's also probably resource guarding you. So we've got very strict protocols on that. Too many protocols for this podcast. We do have a leash reactivity um, course you can get on our academy. You can also do a one-on-one counsel with me. Also, um, you should join the Patreon group for $10 a month. It is the most, it is the biggest cost cutting uh, group that we have because for $10 a month, you get 20% off of all courses, all consults, all seminar tickets, and you get um, one-on-one Zoom time with me as well. Next. Um, it's seven o'clock. Is there a quick, quick question? Chipmunk just said, thank you. It doesn't sound overly harsh to me. You don't get to bite me no matter what. Yeah, it's not harsh at all. If my went, dog went to bite me, I can't. there's nothing that's too harsh. This is the, this is the world. We're closing out the show right now, so no more questions. I'm madly in love with you. And for the beautiful Joelle, you're making everybody's heart do that. And here. What is that? Like, what are you doing that I don't know about? So stupid. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So, um, so um, I struggle with the concept that somebody would think that any consequence for a dog that went after its owner was harsh. We're not talking about a puppy play biting you. Your dog could maul you. Your dog could put you in the hospital. Your dog could actually kill you. Your dog could knock you down and rip you apart. I'm not being dramatic. I've seen all these things. I've never seen a dog kill someone, but I've seen everything but that. So to me, if I can methodically do a training technique, which the dog will actually learn from, and not repeat, I'm all for it. But to think that a dog can't hurt a human being and to think that the reason why the dog hurt the human being is because the owner was harsh to it, it's quite the opposite. The dog didn't take the owner seriously. All right, guys, I'm madly in love with you. Thank you so much. It's been a wonderful show. I love all of you. I'll see you all Monday morning, Monday morning at 8 a.m., for Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. 8 a.m. And I'm going to talk. Monday morning. I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about. Are you mocking me? No, I was actually quoting like Elf, the movie. Oh, I didn't see that movie. All right. Oh, my God. We need to watch it tonight. You've never seen Elf. We're not watching it tonight. All right, guys. Mail the love with you. Angelo, do you want to say goodbye? Oh, okay. Who's never seen Elf? I have seen Elf. That's with that guy that... Um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. So he thinks he's a kid. 8 a.m. No, he thinks he's an elf. Yeah. And he gets transplanted to New York City or something. Yeah, it's the best. I've seen it. Bye, guys. Cool shirt you got on. Thanks. Are we both wearing our Mykonos shirt? Oh, my God. Look at this. You guys are matchy match. Uh, actually, we're not. Yes, you are. Close enough. No, different shirts. What well, does it matter? Same country. 
Susan said, how do you book a private? If you go to Academy, I'm going to put it in Academy. That's solid canine training. You know what? I'll just link you instead of typing it all out. Give me one second. I'll link you right to where you buy them. But it's really, really great. Mm. It's um. Here you go, Susan. I just posted the link yeah. for you. And if you if you today is what day of the week? It's Friday. So if you if you get it today or this weekend, we'll 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 set it up for next week. And you get an email from me. Bless you. I set them up myself. I schedule them myself, obviously, and then I also um, do them myself. So I'm the only one that actually does them. So it will it, be, it will be with me live. And there's no swearing, by the way. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Have a fantastic Bye. night.